right. What's up, everyone? I'm Amanda. And I'm Zach, and this is the A to Z Exchange. A weekly podcast where we discuss creative and cultural topics. That's right. And this week, like every other month, about once a month, we do not have a guest on, so we it's just us. We have our ghost guest. <laughs> yep. Welcome back, ghost guest. <laughs> but before we get into this deep and crazy questions with our ghost guest, we have to pay a nice word of fun, I'm out of words, to our to, sponsor, Nosey yes. College of Art. Um, yes, they do um, photography program, video and film production, illustration, web design, uh, interactive design, graphic, all the types of design. All the designs. <laughs> they don't have an interior design program, so uh, they'll get that in the future. But they help us out every single week, and we have to throw a huge shout-out to them. So yep. thank you so much, for Nosy for helping us out. If you have yep. more questions, you can go to nosy.edu down there. And below. Boom. All right, so what are we going to talk about this week? Well, I guess we can talk about Christmas because it's next week. So Christmas is next week. Yep, Christmas is next week. Um, what else are we going to talk but about? Like, we kind of briefly discussed this before, but do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Uh, yeah, you asked me that a long time ago, and I still don't have an answer. Come on, so, dude. Everybody has a favorite Christmas movie? I don't know. I guess I guess if there were one, it would be that Ru- Rudolph movie, the silver and gold guy. Oh yeah, the, the stop motion. One. That would be the only one I can think of. Other than Those that, are nothing the OG really. OG Christmas movies. Sure. <laughs> nothing really rings a bell for me. I know there's that whole thing about Die Hard and stuff, and Die Hard's cool, but I don't know. Die Hard's definitely the best Christmas movie, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that it's a Christmas movie, but I don't personally think of it as a Christmas movie mm-hmm. in the sense that like it doesn't resonate that way with well, me. you it's... like Will Ferrell, don't you? What about Elf? Oh, Elf is a good one. I do like Elf, yeah. That's one of his best movies. But I don't know if I would put it above the Silver and Gold Rudolph movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, those are classics, so yeah. nothing so, can really go above those. <laughs> something about that is like deep within my subconscious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to find it one day. But anyways, in what's Rudolph, your favorite? You're going to find your, your consciousness in Rudolph? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Be so sure and write a book about that. <laughs> no. So what's your favorite Christmas movie? Um, well, because I'm like real big into the um, rom-coms, I really enjoy The Holiday. <laughs> the Holiday. I don't even know what that is. It is the best. It's Cameron Diaz, uh, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, and Jack Black, isn't it? And Jack. Jack Black. <laughs> you throw a wrench in there with that one. Yeah. Well, he's also not... And my, I guess, t- your typical Jack Black kind of character. And it's more dramatic, so it's kind of not as out there. So this movie, you said it was a rom-com? Mm-hmm. Is it more of a rom or more of a com? Probably rom. More rom. So it kind of leans toward drama also, instead of... Also, Cameron Diaz's character's name's Amanda, so... <laughs> what is that? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Well... I guess I really like Jack Black because Jack rhymes with Zach. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, as far as you animation goes, um, Polar Express is real big in my family. We That's watch, a good one. We watch that every year since it came out. And before that, we read the book. So the Polar Express is good. But um, I, guess, I guess my uh, knowledge of Christmas movies is very limited because I, you're just naming off all these Christmas movies, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fun, like Elf or like The Polar Express. Both of those I enjoy, but I didn't even consider them when you asked me about Christmas movies. 
So the Polar Express is just about Christmas. <laughs> I, right? Like when you asked, like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? I was trying to figure out if Harry Potter was a Christmas movie or not. That's where my brain went. And we're not even a big Harry Potter fan. Deathly Hallows definitely is a Christmas movie. Is it? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, but there's always a Christmas scene. There's always a uh, winter Christmas. There is. That's part of J.K. Rowling's little playbook. I don't know if there is in every... I guess, yeah, there's there like is. a Christmas time yeah. period. They, all, they have to have a Christmas bake well, every time. Well, it goes in like a year span, so... Yeah. Of course it's going to have a Christmas because it yeah. goes win it within yeah. a year. because <laughs> she wrote a book and she's like, how can I paint by numbers the rest of this series? She did. Don't hate on J.K. Rowling. She's the best. Can we do an episode just where we hate on J.K. Rowling? No, because I love J.K. Rowling. Well... I honestly, though, haven't read the Harry Potter books. Just That's why you still like J.K. But, <clears throat> Rowling. Just the simple fact of where she got to where she is from where she was when she started is just very inspirational to me because she was flat broke <laughs> when she wrote the first book. So, yeah. And living in her car with her kids. So it's kind of... I wonder how they're doing. I bet they are living the dream. Probably. Because I'm sure she's a billionaire, right? Oh, yeah, she's definitely up there. I mean, uh, well, she's written, she did The Cursed Child, which was a play. Yeah. Um, and then the newer ones, The Fantastic Beast, she's written all the screenplays for those, so. Oh, she wrote the screenplays? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I did not know Because those weren't books before. They were they're yeah, just they movies. Were. They were books? Yeah. Oh, they I were, know. like, additional content. I mean, because uh, if I remember correctly... The Fantastic Beast was a book within Harry Potter. It was yeah. like a textbook or something, and then the she adapted them, and then they bought the movie rights and kept going. Um, it's like David Yates made Harry Potter 4, and he hasn't made another movie, with the exception of Tarzan. Since Harry Potter 4, he just keeps making Harry wait, Potter the, movies. Which one? Tar the live-action Tarzan? Mm -hmm. The one with the Swedish dude, with Skarsgård. Came out oh. like two, three years ago. Two years ago? Maybe last year. don't think I've seen it. Yeah. It was the only other film, I think... And I may be wrong that he's made since he made Goblet of Fire. He made Goblet of Fire and then... He made like the, the last five of the Harry Potter movies. Last four. Yeah, something like that. He made four, five, six, seven. Oh, well, that seven, is five. Seven <laughs> was two parts. So. Yeah, that's, that's so, yeah, because there'd be eight. So four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, you're right, five. Yeah. David Yates, five Harry Potters. And then Fantastic Beasts, so technically and, and it's And then seven. those two. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be eight because there will be a third one. Will there? I'm pretty they sure there's conclude a third the one. I don't know. <laughs> I've yet to watch them. I know the critical reviews of the newest one aren't very uh, praiseworthy. It looks okay from the little bits and pieces I've seen, but I don't know. The first one was all right. It wasn't the best I thought, but it was all right. It definitely, yeah. I feel like, is leading up to explaining how uh, Voldemort made Harry Potter into an um, obscurist, or whatever it's called. And into an obscurist. <clears throat> yeah, because, you know, Voldemort had, like, left part of his soul in Harry Potter when he cursed him to kill his mom. Mm. Um, that's basically, I think, where Fantastic Beasts is leading, because one of the characters is like that, so. Um, I don't know. That's just kind of a theory, kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know, like, the fan base is pretty intense, and I'm sure they're, the fan if base any of them are seeing this. For any of those movies. So, like, the new Spider-Man. So, I work at a movie theater, and the new Spider-Man came out, the animated one, mm -hmm. uh, the multiverse or whatever it is. Yeah. Dude, there, we had, like, people in costumes the whole weekend. 
People are pumped for that one. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't seen it. It looks pretty it. good. I've um, seen bits and pieces of it. It's getting a lot of love. The animation in the trailers looks gorgeous. So mm -hmm. I'm interested. I kind of boycotted, you know, Disney, which sort of meant that I boycotted Marvel mostly. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of weird because it's awkward because that movie's made by Sony. It's not the Disney Spider-Man. So I want to go see it. But I've also been like anti, like on this like non superhero thing for so long that it would feel weird to go see yeah. an animated Spider Man. Yeah, well, I've had people asking me recently, like, uh, which, what my favorite, like, Avengers movie or whatever is. And I'm like, I don't even know because I haven't seen a Marvel movie and I don't even know how long. <laughs> Since still like Iron them. Man 2. <laughs> they are still making them. And I don't know how long ago that was that that came out, but. Well, they just released a couple of new trailers this week for the third Avengers movie. Mm. Right. Fourth Avengers movie. Is it the fourth or the third? They broke the third one into two parts. Because they had the Avengers, and then they did Age of Ultron, oh, and yeah. then... Infinity War. Infinity War, and this is Infinity War Part 2. Okay. So this is the fourth one. It's yeah. crazy, because I remember a point in my life when we didn't have this crazy interwoven cinematic universe i mean they built something from the ground which is really cool but now it's just gotten so big that yeah. to me it's got uninteresting unfortunately but at the same time i think history is going to look back upon well, it probably kind of barely same like what do you mean they're all basically the same like if you take any superhero movie and the storyline is always the same there's a superhero there's a tragedy they save the day and that's it <laughs> well, yeah, that's the whole gist, but there's emotional okay, arcs in yes, there. but come on. Like, there's other types of movies. <laughs> I'm just tired. It's just the same kind of storyline, and it's very boring to me now. I guess, but that's like every movie storyline is there's a, there's a tragedy, and then your hero saves the day. Whether that means he gets the cake to the birthday party on time, or he... Well... What else would, the, what else would a hero do? I mean, there's movies out there I would say that the hero doesn't always save the day. I don't feel like Killing of a Sacred Deer, the guy saves the day. That's kind of a very depressing ending. But I don't know. That's a hilarious ending to me. You're weird. It's a weird movie, but it's so funny. It's definitely a weird movie, but... I don't know. I laughed a lot during that movie because there's a humor in there that's very hard to there's find. There's a movie that I saw at the Bill Court. I think it's in maybe an English or an, I think it's an Irish movie um, that called Beast you should definitely check it out the ending to that's kind of it's definitely up your alley in movies do you know who made it dark style type of movies no I don't I'm not off the top of my head I don't remember it was just kind of one-off one that I went to see because I went and it was playing and I was like hmm. I'll just see this it looks cool but it was really good to so check it out I don't know if it's on streaming but <laughs> it'll happen eventually um I don't know. We're in Oscar season, though. Oscar season's here. Yep. It's coming. I'm excited. Um, I did see, um, was it Beautiful Boy recently? And mm -hmm. I, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Chalamet did a great job in it. Steve Carell did a great job in it. The storyline, or not the storyline, but like the way they edited it, the time line, timeline. Was a little bit weird. Is it like choppy, or do they go back and forth to like flashbacks? Back and or? Yeah, back and forth in flashbacks. But there was just parts of it, parts in it to me where I couldn't really figure out if it was like present day or if it was flashback or like how there. Mm. It it wasn't really clarified which area of time it was in. Like 
some of the flashbacks, I mean, there's flashbacks when he's a, the character's a kid, so those are definitely, obviously, a flashback. But when he's like an adult, there's just some parts of it where it was kind of weird for me to figure out if it was the current or... Well, did they use that to their advantage? Did it add, like, a sense of tension or, or something like that to a scene to make you unaware? I don't think so. You know, so. did it feel intentional or did it just feel like it was edited? It just felt like it was a little bit condensed. off. Condensed. <laughs> I don't know, editing's weird because sometimes I'll see a movie and I'll it was be like kind that. of jumpy, so yeah. in some parts I think. I don't know. I was thinking about Boogie Nights like that. I think we talked about it, but mm-hmm. in the sense that I was watching it and there are moments in Boogie Nights and it's like when there's like three moments in there, but it's when the big wigs come on screen and I cannot think of the actors' names. But you know, there's a couple big wigs. There's Burt Reynolds, um, who's the the director in yeah. Boogie Nights, and then there's the guy called The General who, who purchases the films and, and kind of distributes them. And then there was a third character that was like a competitor to those guys, and they're only in a handful of scenes within that film. But uh, when any of the bigwigs like, come on onto screen, initially the camera would do this thing where it would cut from a wide shot to a medium shot to a close shot, and almost like in some 1980s-esque type action movie, cut it would repeat the same action three times instead of like traditionally you would say someone's going to pull a cigarette to their face and smoke a cigarette you you know they pull it here you cut in they pull it out and you cut closer right well they did it they would pull it up then cut pull it up again then cut and then pull it up again so it was really odd and what i was what i've been still wondering is if that was some editing thing like happy accident that happened because they couldn't afford to pay the big wig actors like to have them long enough on set so maybe there was a screw up or somehow in the filming and they had to edit it that way in post to sell it somehow <clears throat> mm-hmm. and it just worked out that it kind of replicated the times or if it was more planned within the script because it's not in there enough to make it feel like a full-on motif to me but well the movie it's based in the 70s right uh, late 70s, I think early 80s as well. Yeah, so that probably, I feel like it probably was intentional. It that's felt intentional. the decade that it's portraying. But the way it was handled really made me wonder if it, if it was planned that way or if it was a happy accident that ended mm-hmm. up sort of becoming intentional. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't written that way or planned, but maybe the footage was limited so it got cut that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe there should have been a cutaway at a certain moment when there wasn't, Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. That's Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson, right? Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson, bit, come on the podcast, please. He's a little bit weird, too, so... We love you. <laughs> he needs to come on the podcast. Yeah, he's a little bit weird, too. Well, I, I'm waiting on another movie from him. Mm-hmm. He needs to make a Christmas movie. <laughs> Phantom Thread was a Christmas movie. It was Phantom my Christmas Thread present. Phantom Thread was not a Christmas so movie. So was Inherent Vice was a Christmas present to me. I haven't seen that me. one yet. You but... haven't seen Inherent Vice? Mm-mm. I've probably seen Inherent Vice six or seven times. I feel like the more that I think about Phantom Thread, the more I like it. But, like, it definitely was not a Christmas movie. <laughs> it was such a... <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, It was perfect. So, we're going to move on now, but what about music? Do you have a favorite Christmas song or a Christmas song that you hate? <laughs> that I hate? Mm-hmm. Oh. Come on, there's got to be one. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Mine I'm like, I'm really bad at indexing this information Santa Baby. for some reason. I hate Santa Baby. Like, Why? Because. I sing that one all the time. Oh Even gosh, when it's, it's not so on the radio, annoying. I just sing it in my head. 
it's just so annoying. I don't. I think it's just because I've worked in retail a long time, and it's just no. constantly on repetition, like repeat. See, that's it. that's how I it is for me. It. Like during I May, hate it. I always hear it in my head in May. <laughs> in May. It's not a Christmas song to me. It's just a. It's like a May song. I hate it. I don't know. I guess I kind of like Carol of the Bells. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it, but I always prefer. Like I like the the music of it, but I always like to hear different bands perform it in different iterations of it because yeah. I think it's musically excellent and it's very recognizable when you you know it breaks in yeah so Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy is one of mine too can you sing that for me I don't know how that goes no I don't know what that is it's from um, the Nutcracker oh okay <laughs> hmm. I think it's at the beginning of the Nutcracker usually it's when um, they come on I've never actually seen the Nutcracker though live so really <laughs> It's pretty cool when they're out there fighting all those little mice, mm -hmm. like with swords and stuff. I remember when I was little, I was really worried they were going to hurt someone. It's definitely on my bucket list to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I know I went on a bunch of field trips, and I got to see it when I was older, and it's, you know, the theatrics are cool. The overall kind of story arc is kind of whittled out to me a bit because I've seen it so many times, but, like, the, you know, it's it's fun to see. Yeah. Well, I like that song, so. Hmm. But... Did you know that they, uh, have you heard about all the controversy about um, Baby It's Cold Outside? Not really. Um, yeah. I watched a video essay like a year ago, and now the controversy's around, so I'm not sure if it's similar what to that video, video essay. What did the video essay say? Um, I mean, it was something to the, the song was uh, evoking messages of like a date rape vibe or something. Yeah. I'm really not certain. I just know... There was a, a channel on YouTube called Counter Arguments, and he provides counter arguments to whatever topic it may be. And for a while there, he was fairly centric in his viewpoints. Now he's become a little more lefty, but he he did a video on it. I don't remember if he was in support of it or against it or what the video was. I just remember that topic. Yeah. Well, it's kind of frustrating to me that somebody would take that like line of like I get how that line of the song would be construed as it saying that the guy is trying to date rape this girl even though I don't feel like that's just the gist of the song that's just a line in the song also the time period that the song originally came out in it makes sense but if that time period was a date rapey time does that make it okay I mean I don't think that makes it okay well no I don't know what the line is I have no idea oh it's something but. like um it's something about what's in this drink or something like that. Um, it's Roofies. Roofies in those drinks. She's like, they're um, getting drunk. You know, they're drinking and they're at like a Christmas party or whatever and they're drinking and she's getting kind of tipsy. She's like, what is this, you know? But I feel like I've done that before just hanging out, like drinking something and wanting to know what it is. So I think it can be construed. People are like making more out of it than they should be, I feel like. Oh, there, there's probably like a culture around it mm -hmm. that some very intelligent people have an issue with that culture and then they're associating more based off that culture sometimes kind of in like an identity politics way yeah i think which sucks because you know i don't like when people use identity politics but it's very accurate <laughs> like unfortunately yeah. most of the time it seems to be accurate so mm -hmm. i don't know if they're doing that maybe they have some truth to it Maybe. But are, are they pulling it off the radio or something? Like, what's the... I feel like, I think, well, I don't know, because I don't listen to the radio that much, but I think some 
couple radio stations did. I just think that they're making too much out of it, then I like that song, so. <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like it can, like, I, I get a person's point of view when they're trying to say that about the song, but it's also kind of a romantic gesture because the guy's not wanting her to leave because it's cold and he likes the girl and they like each other, I, I, you know. See, I thought I saw something like a year ago when, when it was that video. It was something to the idea of. But I feel like nowadays. He was trying to get get laid. <laughs> Just remember. Yeah. But who isn't at a Christmas party? <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> who isn't at any kind of party, especially the New Year's? But whatever. Um, I just, I kind of feel like, though, it goes people who, because I can, my point of view of the song is, I think what people are saying is a little bit out of reach. But... It also is kind of a romantic song, but I think a lot of things that were seen as romantic during the time that that song came out nowadays, people get offenses to. So like I was with my mom um, one day and we were coming out of a store and a guy tried to hold the door open for her and she wouldn't let him. I'm like, the guy's trying to be nice to you. Let him hold the door open. And she's like, no, I don't, I don't need him to hold the door open. I'm like, come on, the guy's not doing anything to you. Just let him hold the door open. It's just a person. People just don't, I feel like women, are on in the middle between being independent women and letting somebody be chivalrous to them. But I don't know. I work in the restaurant <laughs> industry, and we all hold doors open and help each other out all the time. Yeah. But it's different because we're all like we're all just people, man. Like we just help each other out. There's not really. And that's good. Like that's we don't worry. We don't even. Be. We don't even think about it. We just. I don't know. But it's weird. It's it's different. But. Christmas is around the corner, mm-hmm. and I have no way to finish this sentence. Being I just good wanted to, to do that. Is a great thing to do for Christmas. <laughs> Be nice. Give everyone the gift of joy for Christmas. Be good and nice and friendly, and don't be offended when somebody smiles at you. <laughs> so, I'm not sure what that was, but speaking of which, have you gotten your Christmas shopping done? Since no, everyone has to no. participate in the system, I ordered. Um, couple things on Amazon but that's it we started doing this new thing in my family though where me and my sisters kind of we do like a secret Santa type of deal so we just buy a gift for one person <laughs> oh okay not everybody so I did get that taken care of our house is a wreck right now an absolute mess because we are printing photos for some people we are putting them in frames I was painting some things for some people, which I am no longer on time, schedule And then <laughs> we were making these like little Mod Podge photo overlays where you like glue the paper to wood and then mm-hmm. use water to like wipe the paper off and then just the image lays on wood. So it looks like yeah. this wood is the image. So we're doing some of those. And then. That's cool. Plus all the gifts. And uh, although my family's not big, my girlfriend's family's huge. And we both have two nieces. So we, we have toys, of course, and then we have animals. And for some reason, we have to get the animals toys for Christmas as well. <laughs> of course the animals have to have toys. So it's a wreck. Our place is a wreck. There's wrapping paper everywhere. I'd rather There's get toys the animals toys than kids because... Animals always appreciate their toys. Well, my <laughs> nieces are pretty rad, so 
they well, get I don't have they're any, getting cool toys. Currently any kids in my family, so but still. Well, I think my nie I have two and then Mary Beth's two nieces or whatever they are. They're not nieces, but they treat we treat them like nieces. They're like a little younger than mine. So there's four all under the age of like 8. Mm. So they're pretty rad. <laughs> but I don't know. Hopefully next year I don't have to buy so many gifts and we can just spend time with people and which is the important the thing part, about Christmas. Yeah, like we could just take everyone to go play putt putt golf, mm -hmm. but play like 36 holes. Yeah. And that'll be Christmas. Yeah, we've been having this discussion. So the last few years, my family does the whole um, ice thing. I think they do it at Opry. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't even know what it is because I've never been because I have no interest in going to that. But uh, it costs a lot. It's pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to go get everybody together and go look at lights, you know, like normal people would do back in the day. But no, they want to go spend all this money to go see a bunch of ice sculptures that are just, you know. They're pretty cool. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. I mean, they're big. Like, like some of them are big. They're slides, like, just made out of ice. Yeah. Like, some of it's kind of cool. It really is like an art exhibit. I don't think a lot of people look at it that way. They're just like, oh, look, it's a penguin. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of cool, in my opinion, knowing that, like, someone... And maybe they have a different workflow, but someone just looked at this big hunk of ice and they were like, I'm going to carve something out of that. And then they just go to it because, you know, they have ways of like melting it and smoothing certain surfaces. And like, I would like to have the patience to, to yeah. work with ice. Because <laughs> like, I don't know why you would. You have to work in a freezer and all that. Yeah, it's got to be cold. Uh, maybe not. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it can be like 70, but it can only stay out for like 10 minutes or something. I don't know. I feel like you would have to do it in the cold. Otherwise, it would even the slightest little bit of melting would probably ruin the sculpture. So maybe that's part of the, the art, you know. It's like that one Banksy piece that shredded itself and they bought it at the oh, gallery yeah. for $3 million. Like, I want How did he set that up? I don't know. I don't want to know. Um, it's one of life's how did he get, how do you magical get mysteries. How did he shred itself? Like... I don't know. He had some mechanism in it, but I think it's genius. Like, if I was to, to purchase that painting, I would be thrilled that it ripped itself up. If I were to buy a Banksy work of art, so way to go. I don't know. We need to get I'm him throwing on. up a lot of devil horns for Christmas. <laughs> we need to get him on the show, too. Well, okay, so Paul Thomas Anderson and Banksy, is there anyone else you'd like to get? Um, I want to interview Donald Trump. Uh, no. I do. Nah. I can see through this camera into his soul, and I want him on here. I want to talk to him. No. Why? I think it'd be fun. That would just infuriate me. <laughs> so? I need to control my anger before I get him on. <laughs> Donald Trump, we're calling but, you out, Mr. President. I don't know. He wouldn't do this because it's unedited. I mean, you already know this, but I definitely want to get more women who work in the film business on here. Um but that can lead. That leads into our goals. We have our resolutions for New Year's because that's also the other holiday that's coming around the corner. <laughs> New Year's, yeah. And we should mention, um, due to some scheduling issues over the next two weeks, we will not be back until after the New Year's on the fourth. The fourth. Mm -hmm. Fourth. That'll be our next episode. So we're going to skip a couple weeks, but don't worry. We also got to go to Troy, who uh, was a previous Ms. guest Gl on the show. Miss Glovitz. Miss Glovitz. His play, his Christmas play over Wait, the weekend. Is it that Miss Glevitz or Miss Glevitz? Miss Glevitz. Oh, dang it. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's all about those accents. But uh, we got to go to his play and film some stuff and show it off. So we're going to have a video out very soon that talks mm -hmm. about Troy's play with some interviews and stuff. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. Yep, that'll be coming out soon. Cool. 
All right, cool. Now that's off my conscience. <laughs> so, back to New Year's. Yeah, what are what are we gonna do for New Year's on the show? Because we got about three minutes till it's time to start wrapping up. Um, well, what are your goals for New Year's, personally? Personally, um, I think the same as uh, everyone. Treat my body like a temple. You gonna yeah. lose ten pounds or however many pounds uh, before February first? Don't <laughs> think I can lose ten pounds, but. I think I would like to add weight more than anything. Like, I'm a little person, so I would like to add some muscle, personally. Pick up them protein shakes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just don't take steroids. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking about just roiding up. Get there <laughs> super quick. Like, all you need is a needle and a guy named Louie. Mary Beth probably wouldn't like it if you took steroids. <laughs> no one would. But who cares if I take steroids? Because I'm taking steroids. That's me. Mary Beth might like it the least amount, though. I'm sure. But <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I want to continue to treat my body like a temple and just try to improve on that. So if that means drinking less coffee and more water, that's a win. I haven't had one of these in months and months and months. But if it means not even thinking that these things exist, like an energy drink. Because those have more sugar than anything on the planet. Oh, probably. they're horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Like, I don't... <laughs> But I think that's my goals, and I I'm pretty sure that probably has more sugar than Kool-Aid. It probably has, <laughs> like, 60 grams of sugar. It has, I was close, it has 58 grams of sugar, which your daily recommended amount is, like, 35, which mm -hmm. you shouldn't have. So that's much. But I want to make a visual album. That's my main oh, goal. Yeah. cool. We'll see what happens. Um, I know how I want to work with on it, and we don't know the full plan yet. We don't know if it would be... Filming all at once or filming year-round and capturing the scenic changes of the area and wherever we choose to film. But I want to make a visual album. I'm excited to hopefully begin developing that and see where that goes and then share that with the world. That's my goal. Yep. That's the cool. only thing I care about this year is that and developing a... You're trying to do that with Steven, right, who was also one of our guests. I'm not trying to sell anybody's name. Quit using what? names. I'm doing it with a stranger that we've never met. I'm promoting our guests. <laughs> He's a stranger. So, yeah, I want to do that, and I want to develop a roid habit oh. <laughs> <laughs> for the new year. What do you want to do? Not develop a roid habit. <laughs> um, Professional-wise, I am currently working on a short film, kind of, that I want to work make into a feature. So that's definitely a goal that I'm trying to work toward. Um, getting my first feature written. Uh, also, I'm trying to make a, write a book of poetry because I also write poetry so that I want to get out by the end of next year. Those are the two main things that I want to do next year. What's it called, the syllable change, like the accent change in poetry? What's that called? Um, iambic pentameter, is that what you're Yeah, but what's the, is there like a bigger term for it? Because like iambic is a type. I'm not 100% sure. The meter? Is it just called the meter of the poem? I guess. That's that's where you were wrong on, tra on Troy's name, the meter. In okay. Instead of Misklevitz, it's Misklevitz. Misklevitz. Yeah. That it. Yeah. We, I really got to make that video about his play. It was really good. They did, they did awesome. I was really proud of him. Cool. Yeah, it was really fun. Especially since Troy, when we had him on, um, if anybody watched it, and you can, there'll be a link. He was very quiet and soft-spoken, and, you know, he doesn't waste his words effectively but when he got on stage he was completely different like he was loud he was running around 
And in their play, what I thought was kind of cool was they didn't have a set. There was no set pieces. Yeah. It was just a few little boxes. And they told me this in the interview, but that was really cool to me because sometimes you go to a play and you see the theatrics and there's the music and the lights and all this fun stuff. And they didn't have that at all. It was just some people in a room playing some other people. <laughs> and it was kind of cool. It's just strict performance. Yeah, and that's I think that's very respectful and tasteful just to the art of acting. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was cool. I want to see them put on more stuff because um, they did good. In your little speech there, though, you came up with a great little quote to um, go into the new year with. Don't waste your words. It's a great little comment there. Don't waste your words. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing more devil hordes in 2019. Which one's the rock and roll? Isn't that the rock and roll thing? There's like hook 'em horns, and there's like this a rock is, and I roll. I love you. And then there, and then there's like a woogie 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 woogie, which. But this is the rock and roll, isn't it? I don't know. I just started doing this. I'm pretty sure this is the rock and roll. Is this not hook 'em horns? I don't know. I'm not a Texas fan, but is this not? I don't know anything about sports. So. All I'm saying is 2018 is going to be filled with steroids and hand gestures and hopefully a visual album. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm going. And a feature written by me. <laughs> well, that's you. Anyways, is there anything else we need to cover or talk about before we shut down for two weeks? No. I don't think so. I think we got it. All right. Unless you have any comments for the audience for the new year. <laughs> um, for the new year other than don't waste your words because I think that's just a good yeah, little yeah don't point. waste your words and if you're going to have a resolution don't make it stupid <laughs> yeah like we all know everybody wants to lose 10 pounds or whatever how many pounds you want to lose everybody does but don't be like oh everybody going to the gym no, January 1st yeah <laughs> well make it attainable like it's about having a reason behind it you know I think if, be more mindful of the yeah. choices that you are making if you're for just, your resolution. <laughs> if you're just like if you just want to lose ten pounds to look better, that may not happen. But if you just want to live a healthier lifestyle and maybe spend more time walking or exerting a little energy or being more mindful of what you eat when you do eat it, like mm-hmm. that's enough. That's enough. You know, like you don't have to worry about the weight or the goal. And just if you're make a person a step. as I am, who does not look like a Victoria's Secret model. Just be no. Just know that everybody's body is made different, and that's fine. You can be healthy and you can work out, but it's fine if you don't look like a Victoria's Secret model. Unlike what's his face thinks. Who? <laughs> the guy that left the comment. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever. That was <laughs> stupid. Don't leave mean comments, guys. Be more mindful with your words. Word. All right, we're going to shut it down for two weeks. I'm going to shut it down with that. All right, we'll (laughs) see you guys in 2019. All right. Woo!